You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good morning to you. Happy Monday, this 8th of November for 2021. It's a new week. It's a new day. A new life, maybe, for some. I don't know. If you want yeah. to change your life up, today's a good day for it. It could well be. Yeah. How well are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very well. Feeling refreshed after our week off. Yeah. We did have a bit of a week off last week. It honestly feels like six months since we've last been here. I'm very <laughs> excited to be here. Yeah, it feels like a long time ago. Anyway, heaps to come. Weekend wrap not too far away, but David Getter's getting us kicked off this morning. Hey, that wasn't bad by you. At five minutes past seven, this is our Brecky Banger. Good morning. Morning. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3. Time to wrap up what's happened in the last 48 hours. Bit of news from Dan the Man. Dan the Man. No, I'm not talking about a new ABBA song. I'm talking about... We'll be talking about that later, though. (laughs) Dan Andrews, our beloved Premier. He has announced $44 million to go towards assisting diners in the city. How good. If you want to go in the city and you want to have a feed, you could get up to 30% off the bill. It's on Dan. And it's on, yeah, it's Dan. On Dan. To encourage more people to go into the city and eat at dineries. Dineries? Is that the right word? Look, I mean, it's a bit old school, mm. but... <laughs> I'm going to go eat at the dinery. At the diner. Anyway, some great news. Good initiative. The city's very dead. It is very quiet. So, yeah, hopefully that'll get more people into town. I see a lot of tumbleweed there when I'm... No, I don't, but yeah. Don't talk about yourself like that. Oh, okay. Anyway, um... Big news as well on um, the Victorian front, well, the national front, really. Um, Booster shots are available today. So adults who have been vaccinated for six months or more are eligible, as of today, to get a, what would you call it? Just another shot? Third third jab. Um, So Pfizer is the vaccine for these boosters. And he said that um, it can be accessed no matter what you had vaccine-wise originally, which is great news. There's still a bit of conversation about kids 5 to 11 getting um, their vaccines. I think that discussion has been pushed back a few weeks, so they're thinking if that does get approved, it'll be next year. Mm, interesting. Very interesting. We're watching that with close attention yes. to see whether or not, you know, obviously more people, there, there are some more people out there that are more prone, have less immunity mm-hmm. and require a booster shot quicker than others. So, yeah. Yeah, watching uh, with interest with that one. Some sad news from the St Kilda area. Five men are believed to have killed Uh. a penguin in the last few weeks. Early one morning, it's been captured on CCTV footage, which nobody wants to see. But anyway, if you uh, think you know anything about these people that have done it, because, you know, this seems to be happening a fair bit. That's just gross. In the St Kilda area, because they've got, you know, the native penguins and people find it funny to go and... Not funny. No. Not it's okay. Awful. Just don't do it. No. Observe, but don't do anything else. Yes, please. If it's you know their anything, home, not yours. yeah, contact Crime Stoppers. Yes. Um, hey Bianco, we are expecting another wild week of weather here in Victoria, but also in New South Wales and Queensland as well. And you'll mm. like this. Why? The bureau is apparently going to declare another La Nina pattern for summer this year tomorrow. I, I told you about this about six weeks ago. Yeah, well, apparently tomorrow is the day. They're going to officially say, I didn't know there was a day for it, but they're going to announce that it's a La Nina. Speaking of the Bureau, have you heard that they haven't been able to get as accurate readings of late because they don't have as many aircraft flying? Correct, correct. That explains a lot. Oh, that's shocking. Um, Also in a bit of entertainment news, Travis Scott has spoken out after the tragic events of his Astro World Festival in Houston over the weekend, which saw eight people lose their lives and hundreds injured. Um, Investigations are currently taking place, but um, yeah, very, very sad news from the US. And for those who watch it, Mitch and Mark won the block last night. And Thorpey got eliminated on MasterChef. That's the weekend wrap. That's a national disgrace. This is Rufus the song. that. You made like a... Oh, no. It wasn't a good night for Thorpey. wasn't a good night for the block. Mm. Controversial call. Ed Sheeran. He's in the oh, news. He's back, baby. So much has been happening with him. New COVID. album. COVID, unfortunately, for yeah. him. But he's okay. He seems in real good spirits. Yeah, performed at SNL over the weekend. Oh, okay. So He's he, out. He's fine. <laughs> so he recovered from it pretty quickly then. Yeah. See, that's what happens when you vaccinate. Anyway. So... <laughs> He has done an interview recently where he has revealed something personal about himself. And this is very, very personal. Oh, Ed. 
I don't know if you he saw go, this. He goes rogue a little bit sometimes. Well, this is pretty rogue. This is pretty detailed. Like, I mean, obviously he told us that amazing story once when he was six years old, he broke his leg. And that was pretty personal. So I hate to think what this is. But the most shocking thing that I took out of this is he's not the only one that's had this happen to. Yeah. Not just him. But I'm sure it's a thing for a lot of people that are pretty well known. So anyway, Ed... Whenever he goes to the bathroom now, has to use a cubicle toilet. Oh, yeah, that's a celebrity thing. No, it's not just a celebrity thing. What, do you think you're so famous you've got a cubicle at too? Is oh, that no. Carl Bianco in the urinals? <laughs> oh, my no, no, gosh. No, 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 no. Sometimes, you know, personal <laughs> preference. Some people prefer the urinal, some people... Anyway, it's not about me what I'm talking about here. It's about Ed Sheeran. And Ed has said in an interview recently that he has had to stop using urinals mm-hmm. because so many people just leap at the opportunity. Oh, you would. To stand next to Ed mm-hmm. and have a look at little Ed. Yeah. Hello. So, I mean, I couldn't believe this. Well, I mean, I kind of could, but I couldn't at the same time. It's like, respect the privacy of somebody yeah. of that caliber, okay? If oh, you see Ed Sheeran, and he's even said when he's had to use a urinal, he uses the one in the corner so he can sort of corner it, you know? For it. Anyway, the shocking thing to come out of that wasn't the fact that Ed Sheeran was having these issues. It was that it's not just him. Another person got mentioned. Who? Apparently Jeremy Clarkson, of all people. Who's interested? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, a peanut. No, that's just Jeremy Clark. (laughs) No, 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 no. Anyway, I couldn't believe that, but I think maybe we should put a poll, urinal or... No. No, okay. I would like to know, though, to all the people out there, who did you stand next to at the urinal? Oh, yeah. Did you pee next to somebody... Famous. (laughs) Famous. <laughs> because I can t- honestly tell you, I have never met a famous person in the bathroom, and that is something that haunts me every single well, day. Well, I'm not going to brag here. Here we go. <laughs> but in my work outside of here, sometimes I work in environments where I might cross over paths with some people that aren't known in public spaces. Anyway... Yeah, I have found myself in a bathroom occasionally next to some people that are well-known. I just quickly get out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Can I ask, right? So, like, with this place, right, do you feel like when someone famous goes into the bathroom yeah. and you're there, yeah. do you get out because you're like, this is your space? Like, is it awkward? Yeah, it is a bit. It's I, I just... Hate being in a bathroom with other people too. It's just a personal thing, you know. I like to get in and get out. Yeah, fair. Like I even I go as far as this, right? If I go into work, well, when I'm at work, if I go into work, when I'm at work, if That's I need a real statement here, oof. does he show up? No, where's Carl? No. Oh, little Carl. No, I'm kidding. So anyway, <laughs> so hi. <laughs> so when I. We're going into the work bathroom. If I see even one cubicle door closed, I walk out. Really? I can't stand it. You can't it. handle it. I don't want to smell somebody else's business. <laughs> We're going to a break. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. To everybody who um is eating breakfast, I apologize. But don't you hate that? You don't want to go. It's just oh, bad vibes. Bad vibes. Anyway, Ed, I'm with you. Ed Sheeran's love in slow motion. Sounds like my love life. Carl and Catherine with you for Monday morning. Well, that took a turn. You're on 88.3. Um, Bianco, I want to know on 0404 000 736, mm. what are the moments in Australian history that you think should be adapted into a movie but haven't yet? Now, oh. I don't know whether you know about the Great Emu War. No. But a film by one of your favourites, Rob Schneider... Friend of Adam Sandler, a regular collaborator oh, so that's of him. That's probably why I haven't seen it. Um, 
him and Sean Cleese are working on a film inspired by Australian history, and it's something that I didn't even know was a thing. Now, this war started, I'm going to give you a brief history lesson, Bayside, because this is incredible. So, a bunch of Aussie veterans returned from World War I, and in 1932, the Government's Act of Thanks for their service was to gift them plots of land in Western Australia which is a lovely gift. They've come back from serving our country. They get these plots of land, right? You'd think it's happy days up until this point. But things started to go awry when an estimated 20,000 emus began their annual post-breeding migration journey across the coast, which turns out that it cleared the land with its crops and water, which also made good emu habitat. And so these veterans who were gifted these, this land suddenly got some new neighbours, being these emus. 20,000 emus. And so this became a back and forth for ages. These veterans ended up having a war against the emus and they were fighting each other off. I didn't even know this was a thing in our history. Oh, you're telling me history as well. But apparently this has resonated so much with the Americans that, yeah, John Cleese and Rob Schneider are making a movie about it. It's coming out, I think, in two years' time. They're about to start production on it. What? Yeah. I... Don't like the sound of it. It's called the Great Emu War, and it actually happened. I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't know either. I mean, I wouldn't put a past being part of history, because if you think about it, there's also Robert Peru fenced, you know, yes, story of that to keep all the rabbits very, out. very different story. But I mean, like, sort of, you know, of the same probably vintage. Oh, no, this is earlier. Oh, even earlier again. Okay. Yeah, because this is World War One. Oh, okay. But it had me thinking... What moments in Australian history need to be adapted into a TV series or a movie because they were so iconic? And I'm not talking about fighting emus, which is amazing as that sounds. It sounds like my worst nightmare, to be honest. I want to know what jumps out of your head as being, yes, that should be made into a movie. Mm. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say the... Tasmania, you know, the miners in Tasmania, but that's already been Been made into an adaption Mm -hmm. on television. I'm amazed Netflix hasn't picked that up yet. Maybe we've seen the king, Graham Kennedy, maybe have a Burt Newton. Oh, that'll have to happen. You know, and you could get that actor that played Burt in the king to play him again. Maybe, Mm -hmm. I don't know, because he did a good job. See, I think there needs to be either a movie or a TV series on the night that Patrick died on Offspring. Oh. And cover how we all reacted. I'd be more inclined to do one about the rafters. Don't talk about it. I just watched that episode. I'm not okay. That that for me, that was one of those shows that you watched growing up. That, you know, you just you did feel sad about it. Can I say, I, having watched that just recently as an adult, that was so uncalled for. That was so random the and thing, uncalled for. The thing that made it worse is chucking a Coldplay song in it. And then you know, see a song. Oh. Was there a sea song? Yeah, I go to sleep. Don't play it. I don't think it... Oh, oh no. That's not appropriate. I go to sleep when someone's just died. Yeah, that's died. what I'm saying. How I mean, messed, how can you... What kind what, of Who thought mode? about that? Honestly. That There you go. There's your doco right there. Oh. Who is the person that made that choice? <laughs> not me. In case you're wondering, I was too young. Made me sick to my stomach. Had a suggestion, the disappearance of Harold Holt. Yeah, and they're going to film it at the pool that he was named after. Ah! <laughs> Have you heard the news about Leonardo DiCaprio? I'm sorry, I'm not across the latest news. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but he's actually got a doppelganger, a very Where? good doppelganger. Is he single? In Russia. Okay. And it turns out that this doppelganger. Is uh, less of a doppelganger these days, shall we say. And he's putting it down to one thing. Mm. I'm going to say it. I don't really want to say the C word on air, but COVID. Uh. Mm. He's putting it down to COVID-19. So, <laughs> his name is Roman Bertsov. And this is what he looks like. Oh, no. He doesn't look how he used to look. See, I was really hoping when you were talking about this, you were talking about a young Leo, like Romeo and Juliet 90s Leo, and I said where he leads, I will follow. he's claiming he's a fat Leo now. 
He does look very much like him in the face. I will give him that much. And I'm not saying he's a fat person with a Leo star sign. I'm saying that he is a man from Russia that has put on a lot of weight during COVID and is blaming it on COVID. So there's for you. I know you know what Leo looks like, but that is for context, the real Leo. Not great. But he doesn't really look like that anymore. Gatsby changed him. Well, I mean, he's really changed for... (laughs) Can I ask why that man has a rifle? Because he's from Russia. I thought a lot of people there. Anyway, the man that looks like Leo, that is a photo of him from when he was skinnier. Yeah, okay, just for our um, listeners, he looks exactly like what Leo looked like in The Great Gatsby, which I still have conversations with my friends. Do we like that Leo? Do we not? Every time I watch it, I'm on a different side. Mm, I don't know. Don't really have a thought on it, to be honest. Actually, my first time I ever did a broadcast on Southern FM, I was 18, and that was my main talkback topic. 18? Yeah, in high school. Oh, yeah, that was a long time ago. Is Leo Houghton Great Gatsby? And look at me now, still here. Apparently, he's lost out on a lot of income because he used to make a lot of money being an impersonator. Oh. Not anymore. No. Is that weird, though, if you're making money as an impersonator of a celebrity? Like, where morally do you sit with that? Well, do they get a cut? Well, this is what... Do you send some I, money to their manager and say... I don't think Leo needs it. Hi, how's it going? No, because he's all about, you know, the environment and whatnot. Yeah, he's also very rich. Yeah. Anyway, pathetic excuses. Like, I mean, that's a pretty pathetic that took excuse. Such a t- <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty pretty bad, really. Oh come on! I think COVID is um a very very good excuse. So many people I talk to are like, "Oh, I put on so much weight because of COVID." And I said, "Yeah, fair." Mm. But how much longer can we put the old excuse up there? That it's look, I mean. Up? Not so much anymore because we can do stuff. But being stuck in the house, there's only so many online Pilates classes you, know, you can do. Rolling around in 2045 like, ah, oh, COVID got me. Hey, that sounds... <laughs> that, oh, that's a bit, a bit worse than what it was supposed to. I mean, as in, you know. Ah, uh, I put on a lot of weight because... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. I had a friend <laughs> once um, bail on plans in a group environment we were at because the moon wasn't in a good enough position for her. Oh, no. And we said, you what? Now, this is just going down your crystal path. I don't like it. Yeah, no, look at me now. I've moved on, actually. No more crystals? I've got them, but I'm not getting any more. I'm overwhelmed. I got too many, and now it sort of killed the relationship with them. I haven't charged them in ages. I haven't had time. I got an update on my superstitious activity. Oh. Because you asked me about it on my way here, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you about it a little bit later on. Well, there you go. Because you asked for it, so I'm going to bring it to you. Thank you. We get the um, the clone of Leonardo and then a bit of train chatter later. Huge program. Oh, guys. train chatter. Huge. You know what? I might even talk to you about gardens too. How's that sound? No, I'll leave that for Molly on. Monday breakfast here on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. 13 degrees outside right now. Top of 17 for your Monday. Partly cloudy and 20 tomorrow. It's cooling off again. Oh. I know. We're not getting much of a spring, are we? I reckon we're on the way to a white Christmas at this rate. 2021, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing that's happened. Sorry, I just zoned out. I I thought I heard white and Christmas, and I don't want to hear that for another six weeks. Well, you're going to hear about it for the next six minutes, because <sighs> I saw something quite interesting, and I feel like this is almost an annual segment for me here at 88.3. If it was Mummy Kissing Santa Claus... It's not. I don't want to hear about it. You can't. It's COVID. If it was Rudolph, I also don't want to hear about it. That's just Rudolph. Anyway, (laughs) I... um, You're getting as bad as me. I know. I hate myself every morning. Um, But the afternoon, it gets better, apparently. Don't hate yourself, okay? Love yourself. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, um, I love every single year checking out what Roxy Jacenko's child, um, Pixie. I might walk out. I think six minutes you can talk about it yourself, can't you? No, you'll love this. Okay, see ya. You will love this. Take care, bye. So, Pixie is Roxy Jacenko, who is a business mogul here in Australia. Did you say Pixie? Yeah, Pixie Curtis. Sounds a bit like you when you sneeze. I know, that's why I gravitated to this story. I figured as much. Um, Pixie has released her Christmas list for the year. 
And um, this girl, as I said, 10 years old from a very, very wealthy family, she actually has her own car collection. I was going to say, 10. don't tell me you're going to go into this story about her having like this luxurious car again. No. No. No, no, no. Okay. And she's got several now. It's been a big year for Pixie. No, no. She's decided Take to your pixie. <laughs> print out and type up and border her Christmas list for this year. And I just want to run you through a couple because I think this is very um, reflective of the younger generation, Bianco. So top of the list, Pixie, who is 10, wants a new phone. A new phone. Mm. She has a phone. She's 10. 10. Okay. She then wants phone cases and phone charms. Can I just say, how old were you when you first got a phone? I was 12 and it was because I was walking home from school. Thank you. I was the same age and it was because all the other kids were getting one. Yeah. But also, you could only call and text on it. Yeah. And play Snake. Prepaid back in the day. That was it. That was where it was at. That's where it still should be. She then wants a mermaid hair pony kit. Okay. That's more like it. Mm, a pencil case, that's Also reasonable. more like it, but probably golden, italic or whatever. Yeah. But then it takes a bit of a turn. You know how everyone talks about things being a certain aesthetic and aesthetically <laughs> pleasing and all that stuff? I want that one, mummy. Yeah. She wants aesthetic I see. school I was, supplies. I was on the right track. I was saying italic. She <laughs> wants a new water bottle, new lunchbox, more Babysitter's Club books, which makes me happy. I used to love them as a kid. Um, she wants to get some stuff from Glassons, which is where I shop. So um, I'm making some new choices. Uh, you don't want to feel like a child anymore? Well, it is a woman's shop. So um, uh, there's obviously some blurred lines there. I'd say more Supre for um, Pixie, but you, anyway. You would have thought. Um, she wants a Kiki new gay. iPad oh, as well. Anymore. New shoes. Um, but the biggest thing that I took away from this year's list, Bianco, is at the age of 10, Pixie needs anti-aging cream. I'm sorry, what? It's on our list. Several different forms of anti-aging cream. She is 10. 10! Are you sure she's 10, though? She is 10. Because it could be some kind of conjuring scene. Is conjuring what you were trying to say? Is that what I was trying to say? Yeah. Mm. I got it out, somewhat. (laughs) I've been put off by a pixie. A A 10... Have you what? seen that movie, by the way? Nope, I refuse. I'm pretty sure it's about a 35-year-old woman acting as like a little yeah, immature no, child. Not for me. That turns out to be a serial murderer. Not for me. And neither is anti-aging cream on a 10-year-old. Well. I'd splash out with some SPF. Good for your skin, but To be no. honest, when you're trying to keep up with all your cars, it probably would give you wrinkles. She has three. It's obviously, her mum has to drive her around, but... um. Yeah, she has three cars. Mummy, mummy, I want that one today. Let's go in that one. Oh, can I tell you, just completely off topic for a second, I nearly slammed into a Lambo the other day, <laughs> like properly. <laughs> That's what happens when you play red light, green light, doesn't it? <laughs> so well. Imagine spending 24 years to find a long lost sibling, though, and finally finding them. Wow. At this time of year. Isn't it magical? Yeah. Well, an Italian man by the name of Martin Rabanza. That's not very Italian name. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. That's not very Italian. What do you mean? I can say that. It's just, Rabanza doesn't sound too Italian. Rabanza. When you say it like that, it sounds a bit more. Anyway. <laughs> finally. You just, the guy's had a huge win, personally, and then you just take his name well, like that. Well, I would argue. <laughs> just question his cultural heritage. Okay, just picture this, right? You've just... Discovered your brother, long lost brother, after 24 years. Ivo. Ivo? Ivo, anyway. Discovered his brother. And what happens? Wake up and he's trying to stab you. What? After 24 years, he wakes up and tries to stab his brother. What? Wait, Ivo. It's <laughs> his brother for the first time because just, you know bit confused. Oh, so it wasn't like a formal sit-down meeting. He just said, surprise, shoddy, we're related. No, like they they caught up and, yeah, he ended up stabbing him in his bed. Is he okay? He's in hospital, but he's fine. Anyway, family reunions. Great this time of year. What's What's the most weirdest... Scenario, you found yourself in with a family well, reunion. I tell this story every year, and I may as well just kick it off early this year. Um, my cousin ran over my little cousin on a quad bike. Oh, what? 
I've told you this story every year. Have you? It was very pink, so what? And yeah, my cousin, she was 18 and he was, I think, two and Jesse got run over. It reminds me of the time my grandfather, (laughs) he drove a Kingswood. Yeah. Till the day he died. Like, he loved that car. Actually, I think he sold it just before. Anyway, (laughs) he used to drive from the country to visit us. And when I was young, I've told this story before as well. Recycle. I've gone outside to say farewell. Oh, yeah. And when you close those doors, they stay shut. Yeah. Anyway, I think my middle finger to stay is crooked because of this. Whack. Bang. Slammed the door and my finger got stuck. Oh, God. It was the most one of the most painful things. Yeah. I'm anyway. sorry that both of our trauma has something to do with four wheels. I also remember growing up, there used to be a big family reunion on my father's side. Mm-hmm. Like where all the Rallos would get together. Yeah. And like relatives that I would see once in a blue moon mm. at a local pub back in the day. It's always interesting because you always just stood there as the awkward person, not really understanding what was going yeah. on in front of you. Ah, family. Can't live with them. Well. Was I supposed to say something else there? <laughs> no. It's a great household, the Bianco household. Yeah, but these won't be... Anyway, we're not going to get into the nitty gritties. Just family. Family's fantastic. Breakfast with Carl and Catherine. Here we go. It most certainly is. Good morning to you, Bayside and Greater Bayside. On this beautiful Monday morning here at 88.3. Bianco, good morning to you. It's only beautiful because of what I'm looking at. Oh, stop it. And it's the sun. You're not looking <laughs> at the sun, actually. So um, I'll take that compliment. I was looking at Jack. Jack does look lovely today, I must say. It's the Indian t-shirt he's gone with. <laughs> Didn't Jack say it was Indonesian? Oh, sorry. Easy mistake, Indian, Indonesian. I always got them mixed. I'm sorry. I have to admit, I always got Indian and Indonesian mixed up when I was a child. Well, that sounds like a you problem. Anyway, we've got a big second (laughs) Okay. Tell us what you really think. (laughs) This is Coldplay. It's Selena Gomez. Let somebody go. (laughs) I'm concerned. I bring this up every few weeks. I talk of ride shares. Oh, not again. Yes, I know again, because I don't have my darn license, thanks to Dan. Yeah, I I don't know if we actually spoke about this on air, that you were meant to go for your driving test, and the night before Bianco was about to go, we went into that cute lockdown for three months. (laughs) Snap, seven-day lockdown, he said. (laughs) 77 days later, he said. Still no license later. Anyway, it's rebooked, so it'll happen hopefully someday. Ooh. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe I'll just never drive, ever. But I have. But anyway, ride shares, I use them a bit, and I've been concerned lately that people aren't liking me in their vehicles. And I've been even more concerned, particularly this morning when I did get a ride share, that it took eight minutes for a car to show up. I don't know why. They're not biting on me anymore. They're not what? Like, if I put the call out, and I... You know, like, okay, my beacon's flashing. I want to get in an Uber or ride share. Come and pick me up. <laughs> Lately, they've been a bit slow. Not necessarily the case on Saturday morning when I had an early start, but... Mm. Yeah, my my rating has gone down. But see, this is actually a big deal because I would say maybe 15% of your personality... Is your Uber rating? But I'm very, I'm either talkative or quiet when I get in the car, right? And I, I don't think you would ever be quiet. You'd be surprised. You'd be really surprised. Sometimes I just don't want a bar of it. I just want to get home, <laughs> or I want to get to work. You, know? you need to go into. Um, I, have you heard that there are introverted taxis now? So the driver's either introverted or you can be, and you just don't talk. Uh, I would struggle. I couldn't do that. Do you hear they took gullible out of the dictionary? No, that's not real. But the the introverted taxis are. (laughs) Got him. No, but look. I'm a she, actually. I know. It's figurative speech, I think. (laughs) Just keep digging that hole. I'm digging. I'm digging from a 4.88 to a 4.85. You know, it's... Point three 
of a difference. I don't know what my Uber rating is. I'm going to check. Can we put on the socials and it's see? It's still very high. That my is rating. very high. What's Mind the highest you. you can get on Uber? I mean, well, on Brightshare. <laughs> I reckon I was on the Uber. I was about a 4.90 at one point. I'm going to see. What am I? Because the thing is, I have an unfair disadvantage because the only time I oh, use them here we go. is if I'm going out. Or if you're going home. How do I check? Oh, I'm 4.79. I'm higher than you. Yeah, but you also use it more. I'm going to put it on the socials. What are you? 4.85, I think. 4.85. Yeah, I want to know. Or text in 0404000736. What is your Uber rating? Producer Jacket on the mic. I think I've gone back up again. I went as low as 4.84. What, what's yours? 4.55. Oh, what oh. did you do? I think... I. I don't know. This guy was in a really bad mood one day. I just said, mate, I think he t- he made a wrong turn and I called him on it. And I think he gave me a really bad rating because I was like, you went the wrong way. Oh, you're one of those. Well, oh. They hate that. Yeah. They've got one job and they're not, not even doing their job properly. Oh, oh now you can't accuse them of that. Yeah. I can and I just did. Oh, oh, you're out. You just dropped another Now you points. wonder why you've got 4.55. Honestly. Honestly, missing. When you say stuff like that, I mean, we give you a 2.5. As far as performance goes on Mondays and Fridays. Podcasts up yet from uh, Friday a couple of weeks ago? They're both up. Yes, everything's up. Good, at least something. Wherever you get your podcasts, where all good podcasts are heard. That's enough, Eddie. You missing? Go back to your (laughs) 4.55. I feel like, yeah, because back in the day, the Uber rating really was a significant thing. Do you know what I miss? What's that? The days where our rating wasn't known to us. Oh, yeah, drivers could only mean. see it, that and you could mean. see the driver's rating. Yeah. That... Can you remember your first ride share, right? No. I can. I think his name was Olaf. Was he a happy snowman? No, but he had a mustache, a really funny mustache. It was you very really well groomed. really do take in the minor details. I like it. You know what's amazing? I can remember some of the weirdest things sometimes. Like when I almost drowned on Lineman Island. <laughs> Still haven't recovered. <laughs> I can't swim very well. Can we end one segment today on a high? One. Was that not a high? You just talked about potentially drowning. But I live to tell the tale. That's a high, isn't it? You're a terrible little mermaid. Hey, Bianco, we have mentioned that last week we took a week off. and We, did. we couldn't have picked a worse time to take a week off. Well, not much happened last week. Like, I mean, there was a pretty big moment on Friday... ABBA, after 40 years of Silence, they released a new album. And um, there's been some feedback. We put a poll up on our socials last night. Mm. Um, Do you have it on repeat? It's called Voyage. Or are you skipping on it? And uh, it saddens me to say that 67% of our listening audience has said that they've skipped it. Yeah, and good on them. Good on them. I am with them on this. Well, I think that's a bit unfair. No, it's not unfair. Because there's one song on that album. I've had a bit of a skip through. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of haunting me. Have you heard, by the way, apparently England want to hire ABBA to create a really good Eurovision song for them. Correct. Yeah. Fun fact. That's unfair. It's cheating. Anyway, um, there's this one song on the album that since it was released on Friday, it has been on my head on loop. Right. And it goes a little something like this. Keep an eye on them and don't forget. I'll be back at seven on Sunday to get That's enough. I have no idea what it means, but <laughs> it's just so... I don't even know what to say. I feel like ABBA, unlike most musicians who release music in this era, they try to adapt to the trends Abba are like, nah, we were, we were successful back in the day. We're just going to do the exact same thing. And they have. And keep an eye on Dan. I must say, it's no Mamma Mia or Dancing Queen, but it's up there. I, like, I personally can't see Meryl Streep or Cher having a crack at it. I don't know if you heard the breaking news, but Matthew Guy and the state opposition have decided to actually take that on as, <laughs> as their <sighs> anthem for the- in the lead up to the 2022 state election. Right. I mean, we're not getting political here, but keep an eye on Dan. <laughs> yeah, some might say that joke would fall a little short in that party. Anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> Crap, bang, boom. Yeah, thank you. 
But I just want to know, is there anyone out there that genuinely is is going for this album? Because I must say, if say for instance, Bianca, if we at the end of the show today said, you know what, we're done, we'll come back in 40 years. Like, obviously we're not ABBA, but mm. would you change your sound a little bit? Because mm. it has me thinking like, and that's what must be confusing for ABBA too, is that people still are jumping on the dance floor and getting around all the Mamma Mia's and Dancing Queens and Chikatita even. But this is the exact same stuff, but everyone's like, yeah, no, I'm good. I know where ABBA have got their inspiration from. Where? Well, of course, ABBA, years ago, masters of Eurovision. Mm -hmm. And they've been thinking to themselves, after 40 years, we, we need to find inspiration from somewhere. And just listening to Keep an Eye on Dan, I reckon... I'm going to make a controversial call here. Big call here. I reckon I found where they've got the inspiration from. Go on then. Sing with me. Straight into that. Ding dong. I swear and burst when I see what we become. Yeah. Emma, here's actually a really good Eurovision song. Hey, you. Kate Miller Heike. Zero Gravity. I've come across a discovery on social media. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before, but it has struck my interest again. Okay. It's called the mm Towns of Australia. Don't know. The what? You, the mm Towns of Australia. The why does it sound like you're trying to say uptown? Or should I say the mm town? The um, to put it politely, Shizen yeah. Towns of Australia. There we go. Yeah. So anyway, every week at the end of the week, they give us the power rankings of. Suburbs or towns of Australia, and let you know why they are. This week, top of the list, number one is Adelaide. Radelaide. Radelaide is number one. Shock, horror. And they are number one because siblings were jailed after a kidnapping. Yeah. That's stripping, stabbing, and force feeding dog food and dirty water to a <clears throat> adult. Item thief. Let's move on. Okay. And that's number one. What's town number two? Perth were number two. 13 and 14-year-old girls were charged with attempted murder. So that's why they're number two. And an (laughs) anti-vaxxy tradie was accused of trying to firebomb a police station. Excuse me? With a Molotov cocktail. That's why they're number two. Townsville. Is number three because a woman's lip was cut off. Nope, nope, nope. Mm. Do not. Inala. That seems to be happening a lot, actually. I saw someone on social media, a pitbull ripped her top lip off. Number four, Inala. Never heard of it. Apparently, it's in Queensland. A woman was charged with attempted murder after allegedly mowing down fences while chasing a cyclist in a four wheel drive. It's my cousin up there. That was a joke. That was a joke off the back of it. Number five is Hawthorne in Victoria. Topical. Why Hawthorne? Well, apparently, a drunk member of Parliament crashed his car into a family home. Haven't heard anything about that. (laughs) What did you say? That's just gone straight over my head. I, I know. That really has come as a shock. Straight over a fence. Geelong in Victoria is number six because thieves have stolen a seven-meter in-ground swimming pool. I s- okay, I saw this. What, the actual? No, have you seen the photo? No. I was at, a, at, at work and we were trying to describe this story. And, yeah, apparently you can steal a pool. It was on the back of a ute. It was huge. Right Don't on. think they got very far with it. Number seven on this list for the power rankings of shires and towns. Sydney. Well, you know what? For me, that should be number one every week. A motorcyclist faces a hefty amount of fines, just under $100,000 if you don't mind, after police found evidence of dozens of unpaid driving offences on his camera. Kalgoorlie in Western Australia. A man was found... Walking through Macca's, a Macca's drive-through, holding a homemade 
shall we say, drug device. Okay. And a pair of scissors. Oh, Australia. And Baronia is number nine. A tough one to say. Apparently, a police uniform was stolen. So there you go. What? Blame that on Halloween. We don't know that for sure. No, I was just having a stab. (laughs) Okay. Just teaming with the theme. (laughs) That really really got out of hand quickly. I mean, no. Okay, then. That's uh, one of my new favourite social media pages. Is Brighton going to be on that list next week because of that? Might be after that comment. (laughs) Bianco, I had quite possibly (laughs) the most embarrassing thing happen to me last week. What now? Well, we were on break. Even though we were on break, it turns out that my workload really just accelerated. As it has done the whole year, really. Yeah, it has. It just has not stopped. Anyway, um, I had a Zoom meeting one night last week. And kind of took a bit of a turn. So As all Zoom meetings do eventually. Well, eventually, yeah. But this one was quite peculiar because I, in these meetings, the person running the meeting genuinely has to let us all in to the the chat. And I was having issues. So I signed in for my meeting and I couldn't get in. And I said, what the actual, like, what a, where, what's happening? And so I messaged the group and said, I can't get in. And someone else said, yeah, I'm having the same issue. So we were sort of doing back and forth for a bit. And I had the chat open in about five different windows, trying to get in, couldn't get in. Eventually opened up another um, internet browser, one that I normally don't use, and it let me in. So I was like, great. But it blocked my camera and my microphone. So I sort of was looking at it and I said, this is an opportunity because I hate having my camera on in these meetings because mm-hmm. I just zone out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, this is great. My mic doesn't work. My camera doesn't work. I can just hang out and sort of listen in and type when I want to say something, but otherwise relatively cruisy meeting. And so it went on for about half an hour. And then all of a sudden, the person that was meant to let us all in, he was running late. So he couldn't let us all in. And all of a sudden he appears. And that's when things took a bit of a turn. I know. Because all of a sudden I start to hear significant echoing from the chat. And I said, ha someone's left their mic on. Who's that idiot? And then I looked up on the screen because I had been scrolling on my phone buying some new work pants. Thank you very much. And I looked up and saw five of myself on the screen. Five of yourself? I had all those tabs open trying to get into the initial meeting that they had accepted every single one of those requests. So there were five of me on the screen with my mic on. But how is that even possible? Apparently it is, exposing the fact I was not paying attention. And needless to say, it definitely snapped my attention very quickly. It was Mm. very, very bad. (laughs) And so I had to quickly turn my mic off and then look like I was participating and then shut all the tabs so there was only one of me. But I want to know, when have you been exposed for not paying attention? Like, when have you been called out? Because that was pretty bad. <laughs> I remember my last year of high school, I was in, I studied politics. What? Yes. Year 12 politics. It's something that interests me. Less these days, but at the time I was interested in it. I actually dozed off. <laughs> I used to sit right at the back of the class oh, and, yeah, and I must have been particularly tired on this mm. day. And I don't know, I think my teacher, who was also the year level coordinator, <laughs> he's like, are you with us today, Carl? <laughs> uh, sorry, Mr. Peachy. <laughs> I just lost control for a moment there. Dozed off. The, the lights were dimmed. Ooh. I think we were watching something. I hope so. Sounds yeah. A bit. And I just got bored or maybe I'd watched it before or something. Oh, how disappointing when you, they would roll the TV out and you're watching something and it was something average. Yeah, but we didn't oh. have the rolled TVs oh, yeah, in high school. Oh, you a private school. No, no. In, no, we had the, actually, I had the roll. Remember those projectors? Yeah. Where you'd put the paper the on The overhead projectors. Those yeah. ones. Yes. I remember them. Mm. Wouldn't have them in the Can I tell school. you, I was running an assembly once because I was school captain in primary school and we used to use that 
to um, show the agenda of like a meeting. Did that also in primary school? Um, and that um, nearly caught fire. The piece oh. of paper it was very old and assembly took a bit of a turn, a bit of a fire drill. They did say not to use paper. You were supposed to use some kind of see-through type. Oh, we lived on the edge. Yeah, well, I mean, when you think about it, it was a light that projected what was coming off a Yeah, we A4 learned that sheet. eventually. We didn't do it again. <laughs> I would hope you wouldn't have done it again. Yeah, we never used paper like that. Mm. Yeah. And then we had actual projectors come along, which hooked up to PCs. Did you ever have those smart um, whiteboards? What a yeah. waste of time and oh, energy what they were. wants to go with them? Yeah, are they oh, still being used? I don't know. Ours just never worked. Yeah. Or the teacher would start with it and be like, well, stuff this, and then turn it off and just use a normal whiteboard. It was like our Ruddy at the end of 07, I think, promised all the computers for schools. Oh, yeah. So then when I got to high school, we were given a computer, a little desktop, and mine broke within a year. I never got one. The young, Didn't you? There was outrage in my high school because I think I was in year 11 when they got rolled out, and they um, and the year 7s got laptops and we didn't. Well, I got a laptop. But then, like, a year or so later, they yeah. were getting iPads. Mm. It's like, oh, righto. Righto. I mean, I ended up getting one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, you poor thing. Yeah, it was, wasn't a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, but when did you get called out for not paying attention? I don't know what sort of spiral we went on just then. But, yeah, that was bad. So, just PSA to everyone. If you've got several tabs open trying to get into a chat, you will get let into all of them. Well, thanks for, thanks for sharing that. No worries. It hasn't happened to me and I hope it doesn't. Yeah, it's not good. Mm, didn't seem too good. Uh, oh, well. you live to see another day. Don't know if you saw this story about how a person has died. Probably haven't. Sorry to talk about death, but this was quite a remarkable story. Remarkable? It was. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Picture this. Are you the guy from the ad? <laughs> Oh my gosh! You're driving. A, there you go. That was alive. <laughs> You're driving down the Pean Highway, and all of a sudden, a herd of bees come along. Wait, what? And when you see those bees, no, 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 no. you drive off the road and jump into the beach. <laughs> they jump into some water. Next thing you know, you've avoided the bees, but you don't realise there's piranhas. What? <laughs> well, this no. happened to a man in Brazil. Who has sadly left us because... That is so unlucky. He ran and he ran and he ran away from the bees. And he escaped those bees successfully by jumping into the lake. But unfortunately, he jumped to his own death because he didn't realise that there was flesh-eating piranhas in the water. Ah, what a story. I mean, that imagine is that. so like that person shares the same luck with me. That is something that would happen to me. Well, I'm honestly, yeah, I didn't want to say it, but when I heard this story, I thought you and Magpies. Don't we've we've been okay <coughs> this year? <coughs> we've been okay. I had a talking to them. Somebody advised that I speak to them, and I just said, "Stay away from me." And Did you actually a, speak yeah. to them? How? Said, stay away. In tongue? No, I said, "Stay away," and they did. Now, stay away and away from my car in- antenna. Remember last year, it snapped it off. It the magpie, oh, okay. yeah. So, we've been okay this year, but oh, what are the chances, though? First of all, a swarm of bees like that is very unlikely. Well, yeah, imagine that. And then the piranhas, what's the probability there of that yeah. happening? Yeah. One in a hundred million, maybe. That poor person, they probably had a stronger chance at winning the lottery than this happening to them. And it happened to them. Piranhas. You'd have to be that guy, wouldn't you? Did you, in school, were you afraid of piranhas? Because I had a very heavy presence of piranhas Oh, in my yes, school. but you know what led me to that? The blue ring octopus. No. Remember that little game where they had the snapping fish? Oh, yeah. What was it called again? You'd, you'd throw your rod in and you'd, you know, yeah, try and know. pick the fish. Then they'd be snapping, yeah. but it had like a magnetic yeah, pull. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Snapping fish, chappy fish. Oh. Chappy fish. I don't know what it was called. Jackie fish. <laughs> Isn't there a jackfish? There's a jackfruit. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, that happened and the guy's dead. All Cause... I can think of is that Dumb Ways to Die theme song. They Piranhas and bees aren't on there. Mm. Particularly not together. Yeah, imagine going from hearing a buzz to a... 
But imagine you'd probably have about 2.2 seconds where you're like, are they piranhas? Bang. And by the time you realise, you're dead. How do fish have teeth? That's always freaked me out. Yeah. But what's even more freaky is when you find a fish that looks semi-human with teeth. Because they've come up too. What are you trying to say? I look like a Murray cod? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, kapow. (laughs) No. I've never said you look like a fish. Nah. You wouldn't be brave enough to, I don't think. Avoid. Um, Producer Jack's moving to the mic. I think Why he has something it? to say. Hang on. Sorry. Oh, Jack alert. Jack Just alert. Really we should quick, have guys. That. Really quick. Um, it actually is mentioned in the Dumb Ways to Die song, uh, Use Your Private Parts as Piranha Bait. Oh, that- <laughs> Lord Solar Power for your Monday morning. The end of the show has come. It has. What a fun two hours it's been. It's been good to be back. I'm sorry about our producer's comment just before. That really did. Well, no, that's actually very timely what he said because it reminds me of what I spoke about earlier with Ed Sheeran and being careful. Be cautious when you're in the bathroom. That's basically the point I'm trying to make. And also avoid piranhas. Piranhas. Turns out they're only in Brazil. Oh, good. They can stay there. So. I don't think we're at any risk of finding any piranhas. Well, that's in one incentive that you keep your emissions down because if global warming happens, we might get piranhas. I'm glad that's what you take out of it. Global warming, guys. If we don't save the climate, then we're hey, going to have vicious I piranhas. I don't want to go to the beach and get bitten by teeth sharks. No, teeth, fish, fish with teeth, even. It's going to be a week. After that comment, I'm convinced it will be a week. Mm, it will. But hey, I will be back on Friday. Producer Jack oh, yes. may also be. You're I'm having, having a spell. Yeah, you're easing your way back into the um, two shows, aren't you? Mm, I'm just making up for lost ground. You took eight weeks <gasps> off, so. It was seven, actually. It was eight. I counted. Anyway. Well, I was six afraid of seven because Catherine took eight weeks off. This is Tame Impala. Have a wonderful week. Have a great week. I'll see you at four o'clock on Friday. And aren't you lucky you get to put up with Catherine and Jack? Put up. Enjoy more like two it. Two hours of the worst radio on Southern FM. Oh, that's uncalled You're not coming back. Bye. See you Monday. Bye. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.